Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Wednesday, May 27th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. The pause in sports action has provided opportunities for reflection, and we've been doing that at the Star this week by presenting rankings. In last Sunday's sports section, you read Sam Mellinger's list of the top 50 influencers in Kansas City sports. In a way, it worked backwards. Sam looked at what Kansas City sports are today and identified those who made it what it is. He worked really hard on this, and I thought it turned out great. You might not agree with his picks, but that's how these things work, and I can assure you the list was put together with plenty of thought and difficulty. The next such project is occurring now. The Stars identifying the top 25 plays from teams in our region. Chiefs, Royals, Colleges, Sporting KC, others. Plenty of representation here. It's the brainchild of Pete Gradoff, who authors the four Pete Sake columns in the Star. Others pitched in. The list has been unveiled in segments of five, and the first 15 plays or moments have been identified. We've got 10 to go. Sam, Pete, Vahe Gregorian, and I talked about the challenges of putting together these lists and why now is the best time in the history of Kansas City sports to work on these types of projects. So here we go with the gang. Sam, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Vahe, always a pleasure. Thank you, Blair. Same to you and yours. Pete Gradhoff, as I live and breathe, <laughs> in the room with us for the first time. First time, Pete, how you doing? I saved the best for last, although maybe not the last, but glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. Pete, um, uh, Pete is, the, um, is the author of For Pete's Sake, a column that's written, oh, about seven times a day. <laughs> some, people, some people write once, two, three times a week. Pete writes that before, before breakfast. So that's how you know Pete Gradhoff. So anyway, Pete is here, and Sam is here. We're all here to talk about... Um, a couple of stories that the star has produced here, um, I guess past tense for one and present tense for another, because uh, we're continuing to produce one. But Sam, uh, in Sunday's Star, and it was posted last week, came up with the 50 most influential people in Kansas City sports. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, and, then, and then Pete and Sam and I with uh, with advisement from from our buddy Vahe are putting together the top 25 plays in Kansas City sports history. So these are two you know historical argumentative fun type of stories. What what makes now the time to do these stories? Well, um we we've done the star has done um the people in this room have done lists of the most influential in Kansas City history before um, but they, they've been sort of at the moment they've been about like who's the most influential today and we've seen lists of who's the influ- most influential of all time to me everything's paused hopefully coming back soon but right now everything's <laughs> paused and it was just, it, it made for a good time to try to combine the two to try to combine history and the moment and um, I've never really seen a list done like that. It probably has, and I just haven't seen it. But it was the more, to me, interesting way to do it with, you know, sort of the times we're in right now. Well, I think that, uh, you said uh, we are in a pause, right? Yeah. So we're, we're looking for content. Yeah. <laughs> we, we <laughs> yes, we are. We probably wouldn't be doing stories like this if the Royals were playing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, sporting, uh, sporting season was up and going or re- returned. But, 
But that's not the case. We're going to pause. So I, I think I think it's actually the perfect time yeah. in the history of Kansas City sports. If you're ever going to write something like this, now now is the time to do it. You know what it makes me think of a little bit? Like if we, yeah, we need the content and it's, you know, open up our imaginations, hopefully to do some things like that. But it's also one of those things where I think this is true. If you're listening to a song being played, it's really hard to think about other songs. So if stuff was going on in that in this moment, I don't think it's as maybe pure a process. I mean, right, you're, we really are stopped. You really are looking at just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was, um, yeah, maybe allows for a little bit of breathing room to, um, you know, th- there's people on that list like, Lamar Hunt's going to be tough to top, right? Like, <laughs> this list is done in 100 years. Like, he's probably going to be um, number one. I mean, there, there's certain, like, historical figures like that. And then there's other people, um, you know, Tyron Matthews on the list. You know, like, if this list is done in five years, is he on it? Probably not, you know, if he's playing somewhere else. But it, it's just that, you know, to me, the the challenge, and it made it way too hard. I, I didn't really <laughs> think it through uh, <laughs> fully. But that, that was kind of the hardest part is just sort of trying to balance. But I guess to buy to your point, it was it is the time to do it um, because there's not – there's not noise. You're not swayed by. Not that you'd be swayed by, like you know, Whit Merrifield going three for four last night, and right, you know, right. Sal, Sal Perez just you know injures his knee or whatever. Like um, you know, it, it is a good time to do it. Did you find? I I was thinking about this as it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work on each person, but I also sort of thought that maybe your hardest work had to be how you wrote the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, the the setup, the actual like you guys can probably relate to this. The actual like. Uh, writing of that setup of the top of the thing probably took 10 minutes but the thinking about it took literally like two months I mean I I started thinking about this like not immediately after things got canceled but within the first couple weeks of everything getting canceled it's just you know a different way to 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 look at things think about things well you said and you said earlier that um you didn't it's not a historical scoreboard of Kansas City sports because if it was People like Jack Steadman might have found sure. a way on there. Um, Walter Byers is another yep. one that we've thought we've heard from. Yep, there's uh, a few. For there sure. are others who, who is historically significant in the history of building sports in Kansas City. But you can make a case that as as sports are defined today in Kansas City, those you know that's where that's where there's a little separation, I think, from people of past generations yeah like uh, you know uh, you, you mentioned a few but Dan Devine uh, Larry Brown I mean there, there's a few others that that probably would have made the list if it was just about um, history and, and the one if it was just about history um, Patrick Mahomes might be on it I don't know but he sure as hell wouldn't be three you know but when, when I was thinking about it and maybe that's too high like I'll listen to that argument um, and, and respect it but to me I think this is true. Even, you know, Tom Watson in 83 or George Brett in 85 or Lynn Dawson in 69 or whatever, in part because of how big just the scale and popularity of the NFL, I don't think that any Kansas City athlete has ever had the influence that Patrick Mahomes has right now when he's played two seasons and one was the MVP and the other was a Super Bowl MVP. I just, I don't think that that's ever happened. No, no, it hasn't. I mean, it really hasn't. I mean, George Brett had great. He was the MVP in '80 and had the incredible year in '79. So maybe that's the closest. Great year in '79, MVP in '80. That may have been the closest anybody's come to the two years that Mahomes said. And if and, you did this in '81, George Brett would totally. Be yeah, and, and and with George too, um, 
you know, there, there's an argument that at various times he was the best player um, in baseball. But I, I, I think also about the scope of, I mean, just baseball in 1980 um, in some ways was maybe bigger. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to judge these things. But just the NFL is just such a monster. I mean, it, it's just so enormous that, um, you know, being the most popular, influential player in that league, um, I think carries a lot of weight. And you said this too, but I mean, with the con- considering the proliferation of social media and the saturation coverage and everything, I mean, as much as I, I felt George Brett's presence in 1980 in Philadelphia, or <laughs> Blair, you're probably in Carolina, Pete, you in Iowa. I don't know where you were in 1980. Where were you? Outside of Chicago. Outside of Chicago. But wherever we were, you felt George Brett's presence, but not like this. Like, not like you were Patrick Mahomes today from all the different ways you would You know, to speak to, to speak to what you just said, though, Sam, I, I, it was, I'm just reminded that, you know, where baseball was then to where the NFL is now, the NFL has been enormously popular throughout all of our lifetimes, right? But baseball, in 1980... The Royals and the Phillies played in the World Series, and I think Game Six is the highest-rated mm-hmm. World Series in television in baseball history. Yeah. It's like almost more than half the country, or so. It was a ridiculous number, right? Um, a, a number that to, to proves to me that that's how important baseball yeah. was, um, and, and how many limited options we had for entertainment, right? Sure. And, but it, it just spoke to the enormity of the popularity of, of baseball, and. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just won a Super Bowl. It was the the, the 10th highest-rated Super Bowl of all time, 100 million viewers. And meanwhile, baseball television ratings are, you know, it's yeah. ridiculously low, Yeah. you know, in, by comparison. So anyway, that's just, you know, just to sort of address that. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, and I thought this was great, that you worked hard, I know you did, to include high school figures, high school coaches. That, that had to be a challenge, too. That was the second hardest thing <laughs> about the list because um, – you know, I ended up having four, um, Evelyn Gates, Jack Bush, uh, Bud Lathrop, and Tony Severino. And, you know, those names, like, I, I kind of thought of them as sort of, in some ways, representative of others. You know, there's Walt Shublum, there's, uh, you know, Terry English, there's Ann Fritz. I mean, the, you know, I, I could have named, I could have put 10 in there and the list would not have suffered. I think the list would have been, you know, just as worthy. Um, I could also see somebody putting in a list like this and, and saying zero just because of the scale of high school sports. But to me, like, I, I was swayed by this. Um, and I know there were some people that were, I'm on a tangent right now, sorry, but, you know, wondering about, there's no broadcasters on there unless you count Lynn Dawson. Um, and to me, I was swayed by the, the point that a broadcaster's influence goes only so far as the team allows. I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's just how I looked at it. If I looked at it differently than, you know, Bill Grigsby, Denny Matt, you know, there, there, there'd be others. But with the high school people, I was swayed by the the argument in my head that, there's nobody that directly touches more Kansas Cityans through sports than these high school coaches. And if you think about somebody like Tony Severino that did it for damn near 50 years, and you know, a lot of times he'll have a freshman football class of 40 kids or 50 kids or whatever, you start adding that up, you do that math. I mean, this is a lot of kids that, and, and, and he also opened himself up to be you know, a mentor to other high school coaches. You talk to high school football coaches all around the city, um, and it doesn't take that long for his name to come up. Um, Jack Bush, similar. Evelyn Gates was just an absolute like power in in advocating and pushing for for girls sports around town. So, you know, they all have like very strong cases. But I also, I got an email from a woman who's very passionate. Um, had a daughter that played for Terry English um, at Bishop Miege Girls Girls High School basketball. I think one of 
uh, state championship, probably. Terry, <laughs> Terry won a lot of them. Um, was actually a, a scholar athlete of the year um, from the from the star. And um, I wrote her back and I was just like, I love Terry. You know, like I remember covering Terry when I was um, doing high school sports. Um, and he could have easily been subbed in for Evelyn Gates or for, you know, Bud Lathrop or whatever. It's just, again, it, it, that, that was the second hardest part about that list. I didn't know what to do with high school people. I'm comfortable with how it turned out, though, on that part. How about uh, uh, reaction? So it's been, oh, yeah. it's been a few days. You know what I've been surprised about? Um, <laughs> that sounds weird that I've been surprised by this. But, like... People have been pretty pleasant, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, almost without exception, there's probably, you know, a few, uh, they're like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, whatever. Um, a couple that are like a little bit patronizing, like, oh, young son, like you don't know about, you know, certain, you know, H.O. Bartle, for instance, who probably at the list was 51. Bartle probably would have been the name that would have been added. I kind of took him off the last second to put Joe McGuff in. I don't know. Um, but for the most part, people are like, you know what? I enjoyed it. I think you messed up here. I would have done this differently, but cool. Good for you. I've, I've, I've appreciated that. That's been, that's that, been nice. And that people. was the spirit of the story anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. Um, no, yep. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that that was uh, the general reaction. I thought it was ridiculous, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly several omissions, but I'll, we'll take that up personally later. Uh, <laughs> we won't. No, it was a great list. It was a great read, fun read. And uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will move on to the current uh, list, uh, project list that uh, Pete Gradhoff and Sam and I are, are doing. So we'll be right back. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Back with Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian, and Pete Gradhoff. And only um, only a day after Sam's uh, top 50 most influential people in Kansas City sports history appeared in the Star. Uh, the Star started a series uh, of stories that are the... Uh, the top 25 plays in Kansas City sports history. Pete Gradhoff, it was your idea to to do this. It was a great idea that I uh, barged in on uh, as soon as I heard about it. I said, nope, do that by yourself, Pete. <laughs> Some of this. Um, but anyway, what, what, what got you thinking about doing this? I think it was the 10th uh, time I was writing about uh, the Wasp play from the Super Bowl. <laughs> just so hugely popular. I don't think you can really quantify how popular that play is in Kansas City right now. And I just got me thinking, like, what other big plays were there in, in Kansas City sports history? And, you know, I rattled off like eight or nine in my head, and I thought, well, I can make a list out of this. And then after I brought it up uh, to our bosses, I realized, ooh, this might be a little more difficult than I thought. And I asked Blair to help me <laughs> do this. Um, so, again, I, I just thought it was just kind of interesting. I don't remember it being written before. Um, yeah, not plays. I don't remember yeah, plays. Not plays. People. Um, 
And we haven't done games either, which which is food for thought. <laughs> haven't done teams. Teams. Yeah. <laughs> 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 haven't done condiments. We Wait, hang, hang on a second. Me, <laughs> yeah. You guys are going a little too fast. I want to keep up with this. <laughs> um, Get these down. All right. So when 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 sort of it went from you know uh, imagination to you know to, to story. What. We, we kind of built up some criteria for it too, and I, I'll start off by saying one of the things that we, we didn't, nothing was eliminated, but I think we just gave more higher priority to just actual unanticipated moments in Kansas City sports history, and not, for lack of a better word, milestone moments in Kansas yeah. City sports history. Because one of the things I thought of immediately was George Brett's three thousandth hit, and. Um, that, that happened in the early 90s, and I was here at the Star at the time, and I just remember it was such a big deal, such a big deal. But you knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? There was, you know, we were, we just counted down the days, it was, yeah. couldn't wait for it to happen. Ended up happening in California, and it was like fourth or fifth at bad at, at midnight or something, but, uh, but we had a special section on it the next day. And, um, but... But I, I agreed with that idea that milestones. If you, Mahomes' fiftieth touchdown pass was incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of knew that you know he, he'd already shattered Len Dawson's record, and so we stayed away from that. But is, do you agree that that's you know sort of the idea here? Of, uh, you know, a, a touchdown, a home run, a, you know, a shot, a game-winning shot. I think all of those have been covered. By the way, in the first couple of installments that we have. We're not giving you, we're not going to give you the top five or I guess top 10 based on when we're recording this. Um, but you can probably guess what they are. Maybe the order might surprise some of you guys. But uh, so do you think we have the spirit of it right, Pete? Absolutely. I definitely agree with you that, you know, George Brett's game uh, in the American League Championship Series, he pulled him out of the fire, really. I mean, that was a huge game, right? I mean, against the Blue Jays in 85. Against the Blue Jays in 85, yeah. But that's not a moment. You know, a moment I'm thinking... Kansas City's version of where were you when Gibson hit the home That's run right. against the A's. And so coming up with 25 of those wasn't a problem, as it turned out. We also got input from all of the beat writers at the Kansas City Star here. So I think the list is is good and well represented. And honestly, we had to cut some hard ones when we got down to it. Yeah. yeah I thought one thing that was interesting to me, um, and this is just proof that we did it exactly right, right? But uh, uh, like we independently, you know, you sent out, I don't know how many, it was, it was more than 25, you know, these plays, you know, add more or whatever. Um, and I remember writing back, like thinking through it and writing back to you. I was like, look, I don't know if this is how you intended it or not. But to me, um, like I try to prioritize like, uh, you know, plays that meant something in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And then and then also like you remember that like and, and that to me, you know, there's an intersection of the play you brought up with Wasp. I mean, that was a play that was just gorgeous like aesthetically um it meant a ton in in the biggest game in the world um and and was just like one of those highlights that you know if that play happened in week four you'd be like that was a hell of a play i remember that one you know um which he's done that play like probably in week four both (laughs) both (laughs) both years oh he said (laughs) but it's just i i I think it's um you're right like the 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 milestones are great or whatever um like you said like we knew that brett was gonna didn't know he's gonna get picked off right afterwards (laughs) but um, didn't know that he was gonna get the hit but it was just and and there are sometimes i think of you know kansas city is just a small little you know let's got two teams that have been around for 50 years and sporting, you know, whatever, not going to be that much, you know, as opposed to if we did this in Chicago or Dallas or whatever, but there were some damn good plays. I mean, that, that thing, that list is loaded. 
the list is cool and and i'm just taking a little peek a refresher peek back at some of this but i also want to compliment uh the understatedness of uh, of, of uh who wrote this specific subheadline george brett learns of a rule about pine tar on a bat. <laughs> That's number 22. <laughs> I imagine it was one of the, one of the two fellows uh, here in the room. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was Pete. Um, so, so that's, a good, that's a good example of a, of a moment that wasn't part of a championship and, um, you know, and, and didn't win or lose the game in that moment, right? The, the outcome wasn't decided. But there are there's that and there's a couple others on this list and um, that that sort of rise above not rise above but uh, you know compete with to uh, some of the great plays that that have produced results right that play didn't produce a result but th- this is where this was my most difficult issue with uh, the biggest problem I had was all right you take that and another one that. Um, that will be out by the time that this podcast airs. Bo Jackson's throw, you know, from from Seattle. It now was we're Seattle. Okay. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, I don't recall that play changing the outcome of the game, but it was an incredible, almost inhuman play that gets repeated ad nauseum. Right. So we did have room for moments like that as well. And I. We didn't pick that because it did have a, an outcome, but that actually was – it was the bottom of the 10th inning. Yeah, it would have been the winning In run. In Seattle, it would have been the winning run, and the Royals ended up winning in, I think, the 13th inning. So – but your, to your point, that's right. It was – I mean, it was a game – who remembers – would have remembered that game if Reynolds would have scored. Yeah, it was a regular run. season game. Yeah. Right. Nobody would have remembered it, but they, they're still talking about that throw. MLB.com ranked the top, not in order, but just – 10 great throws in MLB history, and of course that was on there. Well, I'll tell you what, the, um, if if Wasp had produced a field goal and not the go-ahead touchdown, That's right. uh, yeah. it would not be <laughs> as high on the list as you will see it being uh, as, these, <laughs> as, these, as we release them in groups of five. You haven't seen it yet, uh, but it's on the list. <laughs> uh, so are, uh, obviously a lot of Royals, a lot of Chiefs. I don't know if we had some recency bias here, but a lot of, you know, a lot of Chiefs of late and a lot of Royals 14-15. But really, when you think about the Chiefs' success and the Royals' peaks of success, periods of great success, before the Royals in 14-15 and the Chiefs under Mahomes, they're not loaded with great plays and moments. There, there are some, and they're on the list, but I think... Or or has media changed so much in the social media world and seeing clips on YouTube and has that changed the way we look at what a great play or a great moment is? I, I don't know. Is it well, a little, I'll just say real quick, is it a little bit of all of this probably? I mean, when you say that, just recency bias jumps out to me. It's like, well, recently it's been a lot better than about 30 years worth. Yeah, you um, make it, the Royals were great for 10 years, right? And, and that ten-year period is represented on this list, but not, but not to the extent that the fourteen and fifteen period is, is on this list. Yeah, and and look, like maybe if, if just speaking for myself, if I had lived nineteen eighty-five the way that I lived two thousand fifteen, you know, maybe I would have come up with a couple more. Maybe um, you know, one of those plots from the George Brett game. Um, 
you know, against the Blue Jays that we mentioned earlier would be in there, you know, 1969, the way 2019, maybe, you know, I don't know. But I think that like Mahomes is, he's not just the best player in the league, but he's the most exciting. I mean, he's the most likely to just make you drop your jaw and be like, oh my God, like how did the hell did, did this just happen in the 2015 team, 14 as well. But um, both those years, those games were loaded, these wild comebacks, um, you know, the wild card game. Uh, I mean, it, it was just, it was loaded with that. It's, they didn't have a lot of like, you know, routine six to two wins, you know, where no, they scored four in the second and then just, you know, <laughs> squeeze it out. Like, that, that did not happen. <laughs> you know, so they, th- those things are loaded with awesome plays. And like you mentioned with your ranking of the top most influential people, who knows in 10 years what it's going to look like. Will yeah. some of these plays fade away and get, I'm sure the we would hope get replaced by others, but maybe maybe there is a little recency bias in there. But well, I, I was I, I hope I'm not interrupting, but like yeah. if I'm just looking at uh, I won't say it out loud, but I'm looking at the top five, and I think what you want in a list like this is for the top three, five, whatever to be pretty damn hard to beat. You know, like in, in ten years, if if there's something else that's in this top five and there probably will be right um but it's gonna have to be a damn good play <laughs> you know what i mean it's gonna have to be one that people are talking about 10 years from, you know what would that be 20 years from now you know what i'm trying to say uh, yeah, i, I look agree. at the top five because i'm looking at it too and then i'm thinking well maybe maybe you should make that top six or seven gosh mm-hmm. seven no eight look at eight. Oh my god <laughs> mm-hmm. um number nine is close to many people's hearts oh my gosh i think that <laughs> <laughs> I, I love uh, number nine was really uh, a defining moment. For, for sure was. Let's put it that way. And ten, oh my god, look yeah. at ten. I mean, and that's better than eleven. So right. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's it is it is a it was a fun list. It's a, it, I, we had a ball doing it. I, I really did. And we actually came up with another dozen or so that you that could have been on the list that are that are outside of the 3,000 hit sort of thing. It was, they were just great, memorable plays. That's right. And we didn't have, we just couldn't find, you know, we didn't stretch ours out to 50. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys made some hard decisions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I, I tell you what though, I do like the, um, the great games uh, idea mm-hmm. here. There are some, Oh, yeah, we've got. <laughs> we can stretch this thing out. <laughs> we're still wearing masks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're onto something here. That this is a this good good uh, weekly sports meeting right here. <laughs> uh, and our buddy Mike Vaccaro, who's the um, sports columnist in uh, in New York for the Post, uh, every once in a while he'll drop a you know the top ten managers in New York sports history or something like that or a top ten moment in New York. He does those things, and I was thinking, yeah, I wonder. You know, we, we, it's boundless, the, the number of list stories that can, that can be done <laughs> that, uh, that we need. We really need live sports people. Yes, we do. <laughs> we need live it might sports. be boundless, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, but not the reader's patience, which is what you're saying. Uh, okay, well, let's, um, no, I think we teased the, uh, the top five or ten any well enough. The top five, by the way, will be represented by two chiefs, Two Royals and a college moment, and if we stretch that out to the top ten, we'll uh, we'll include a couple more Royals um, and some college, another college moment, and a sport that uh, is not a team sport. 
There's your teams for you. A lot of team sports. So it's it's not racquetball. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you that much. <laughs> it deserves to be there. Okay. Hey, um, Pete Gradhoff, it was great having you at the round table. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to do it again soon. And Vahe and Sam, it's always good talking to you guys. Thanks, Amen. Claire. That will do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. A tip of the cap to Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian, and Pete Gradhoff. It was great having Pete on the show for the first time. He was long overdue for an appearance. Links to Sam's top 50 list in the first three segments of the top 25 plays in Kansas City sports history are in the show notes. Hey, earlier in the episode, you heard me talk about the Sports Pass offer. It still stands. It's a good one. 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage, and that includes the Sports Extra with the E-Edition. There's an additional 21 pages of national sports coverage today. Here's an even better offer. Buy the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, and the details can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. That's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. Whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.